When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. This weekend, Halloween ends, which is the 13th and final movie in the Halloween franchise, hits theaters. You can tell Michael Myers is getting old because in this final film, uh, he runs for president. (laughs) Meta this week! launched its most advanced virtual reality headset ever, which costs $1,500. They're so advanced, you'll completely forget that your wife left you. Hey, guys, I read that Subway said that they've uh, now experiencing record-setting sales. Yep. Subway is doing great. The CEO was like, take that, real tuna. By the way, one of the funniest comedy franchises of all time is getting a reboot. And, you know, I think it's been long enough that, you know, a lot of the people that would go see it are unaware. (laughs) Totally clueless as to the original. Of the original franchise, yeah. A a new Naked Gun movie is in the works. Oh, my God. And it's going to star Liam Neeson. Oh, my God. Which is an interesting choice. That is an interesting choice. The Taken guy. Yes, the Taken guy. The Taken guy is going to play just a complete and total goofball. That and his name is so similar to the star of the original movies, Leslie Nielsen. So true. So Liam Neeson, (laughs) not to be confused with Leslie Nielsen. And just like Leslie, Neeson goes into it having been known primarily for, as you pointed out, serious roles. Uh, technically, Leslie Nielsen's big break in comedy was Airplane in 1980, mm-hmm. which led to the short-lived TV series Police <laughs> Squad, which I was a fan of and yeah. never missed. So I was sad that, that went away sooner than it should. Uh, and then that was spun off into the Naked Gun film franchise. Uh, there were three Naked Gun movies in 1988, 1991, and 1994. And I'm trying to think of the one that Priscilla Presley was in. But, man, I was in love. She was... was she was in Naked Gun? She was in one of the Naked Gun movies. Wasn't O.J. Simpson? Was he in? Yes, yes. he was. Yeah, he was his partner, wasn't he? Weren't they cops? I don't... And O.J. Not- was one of the... Wasn't he Leslie? I'm so focused on Priscilla Presley, I can't really say for sure. It's been a long time since I've seen those movies. Have they aged well? I think I have she a was. feeling probably not. <laughs> I watched Airplane. Uh, I don't know last summer, uh, and there are some jokes that, while they're funny, aren't funny wouldn't anymore. Wouldn't land very well yeah. today. She was in Naked Gun Two and a Half. 
Okay, so that came so, out in 1991. Yes, and then it looks like O.J. Simpson was in, I don't know which one. Well, Nielsen continued working mostly in spoof-style comedies until his death in 2010. Uh, this is not official, but there's word that Liam Neeson will play the son of Leslie Nielsen's character, Lieutenant Frank oh, Drebin. Oh, fun. So it won't be a remake. It'll be a continuation. Yes. More yes. like. It looks like OJ was in the original from 1988. Okay. He played Nordberg. The Nordberg. moronic yeah. cop. <laughs> yeah. Nordberg. Uh, that sounds like a fun name. Right? That sounds like a fun name for a dog, actually. Well, you and, know, and, and Norbert. You know, prior to him going and doing what he did, I mean, he was really enjoyable in those movies. Like, he was really fun. He was, he was good. He was fun. Yeah, he played, played the role well. He sure did. <laughs> That'll be good. All right, so lately, for whatever reason, Bill Murray's been getting dragged through the mud with all kinds of negative stories here lately. So here's another one. Rob Schneider was on the Tim Norton and Sam Roberts show on Sirius yesterday, and he said Murray hated the cast of Saturday Night Live when he came back to host. He even called it a seething rage, and he said it was really obvious. It was also directed at two guys more than the others, Chris Farley and Adam Sandler. Schneider speculated that maybe Bill hated Farley because he saw him as another John Belushi, a close friend who he watched kill himself with his out-of-control behavior. As for Sandler, he said, Bill just wasn't into that groove of it, you know, and Sandler was just committed to it. Yeah. Rob said Bill seemed to hate him the least, which he took great pleasure in. Oh, that's nice. I was thrilled to know. Yeah. So this is another story that goes way, way back, too, if we're talking when Farley... Oh, yeah. <laughs> Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And Adam Sandler were on SNL. Right. That would have been what? 90s? Early 90s? Uh, Yeah, I would think. Mm-hmm. Mid to late. Or, uh, Yeah. Meanwhile, the American Music Awards announced their nominees yesterday. Some of the highlights, Bad Bunny leading with eight, including Artist of the Year and Favorite Male Pop Artist. Beyonce, Taylor Swift, and Drake following with six. They're also up for Artist of the Year. Adele, Harry Styles, and The Weeknd each have five and join the others in the Artist of the Year category. And Elton John making history as the longest recognized artist in American Music Awards history. He is nominated for Favorite Touring Artist and for Collaboration of the Year for Cold Heart uh, with Dua Lipa. That's a great remix. And the new categories this year are Favorite K-Pop Artist, Favorite Afrobeats Artist, Favorite Rock Song, and Favorite Rock Album. You can start voting now over at Billboard.com. But the K-pop categories won't open until November 1st, and then the show will air on Sunday, November 20th at 8 p.m. 
on ABC. Meanwhile, let's turn our attention now to the Grammys here for a moment. Not everyone in the music industry is looking forward to the Grammys. Drake and The Weeknd don't even want to participate. Drake declined to submit his album, Honestly Nevermind, on any of its singles for consideration. And The Weeknd did the same for his album, Dawn FM. Both guys could still win awards, though, because their names are on the ballot for their guest work on other artists' music. You may recall Drake actually boycotted the Grammys in 2017 because Hotline Bling got nominated in rap categories instead of pop. And then when it won two awards, he said he didn't even want them. Yeah. And last year, he pulled his music from consideration. And then The Weeknd famously boycotted the Grammys last year after getting zero nominations for his After Hours album. Mm. Silk Sonic also decide, declined to submit anything for consideration this year, but it doesn't sound like sour grapes on their part. After all, their single Leave the Door Open won four Grammys last year. They put out a joint statement. Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack put out a joint statement. It said, we thank the Grammys for allowing us to perform on their platform, not once, but twice, and awarding us at last year's ceremony. We would be crazy to ask for anything more. How about that? Yeah. So Lizzo explained in a new Vanity Fair article why she played the crystal flute that once belonged to fourth president and slave owner James Madison. She said, when people look back at the crystal flute, they're going to see me playing it. They're going to see that it was owned by James Madison. But they're going to see how far we'd ha- we've had to come for someone like me to be playing it in the nation's capital. And I think that's a cool thing. Mm-hmm. I don't want to leave history in the hands of people who uphold oppression and racism. My job as someone who is a platform is to reshape history. Ironically, in the same article, Lizzo says that kids at her predominantly black high school would call her white girl because she dressed like a hippie. So she had to hide that fact when she was a Radiohead, that she was a Radiohead fan. She didn't let anybody know that she liked Radiohead. (laughs) I'm a Radiohead fan. What's your favorite Radiohead song? Codex. <laughs> it's a toss-up between Codex and Creep. Mm, there you go. Yeah. Oh, Creep. I forgot about that song. Mm, that was a, a good song. one. Yeah. I would have been a nervous wreck, like, all jokes aside. That you were going to drop it? Yeah. <laughs> or break I mean, it somehow? I mean, they brought it to her. She played it, like, twice. Once in, like, the building, the Capitol building, and then on stage. And when they brought it to her, they had gloves on, and she just, like, grabbed it and started playing it. I'd have been a nervous wreck. Yeah. That's cool, though. Yeah, 400 years old. It's insane. Can you imagine? Mm-mm. Yeah. It's pretty cool. A uh, couple of other really cool things. There's a horror movie called, we were just talking about scary movies and uh, those suspenseful, uh, what do they call them, like jump scare mm-hmm. movies. And there's a horror movie out called Terrifier 2 that is reportedly so extreme it's making people throw up and pass out. What's it called? Oh, that sounds like a fun Saturday night date. I know. I know. I just I immediately go, I thought this is something for Jen Jordan. Let's Bring the go popcorn. Tomorrow. Yeah. Bring the popcorn and save uh, the bucket. Yeah. I mean, she's used to seeing uh, gore on what's the King House of the Dragon. There you go. Yeah. Uh, this is the third film to feature a killer named Art the Clown. Nope. Paramedics were actually called for one fainting victim. Jeez. Yeah. So maybe uh, maybe that'll become like a new ranking system, you know? Like, I give it two faints and a puke. <laughs> <laughs> no. God. No? No. Uh-uh. I'm out. 
Sorry. Okay. Well, on the opposite end of the spectrum, here is a list of kid-friendly Halloween movies. These are a little bit more my speed. Hocus Pocus is on the list. First one and the new one. Beetlejuice, The Addams Family, Halloween Town. I don't remember that one. Uh, Ghostbusters, the original. Twitches, Casper, Gremlins, The Nightmare Before Christmas, and Coraline. And I would argue, I thought Coraline was very creepy. Yeah, that's the doll, right? Doesn't she yes. look like a doll? I thought yes. so too, but my creepy. nieces loved it. Loved oh, it. I yeah. thought that one was creepy. The same thing with that uh, Beetlejuice. That's a weird movie for kids. Uh-huh. That's one of the. That's a weird movie for someone that's yeah. older. Going, when is this ever going to end? Yeah, remember the giant worm thingy? That was kind of scary. Please end. Mm. Just end. It would just come in out of the out of nowhere. Yeah, such a weird movie. <laughs> Uh, just a quick clip. I just got some uh, quick hits here. Here's a clip of T.J. Miller on the uh, Jim Norton and Sam Roberts show saying that he had he and Ryan Reynolds, I guess, are all good after Miller brought up an oddly aggressive interaction they had while filming Deadpool that ultimately just turned out to be a misunderstanding. It was very cool for him to say, hey, you know, I, I, I just heard on the show that you were upset about this. And I kind of said, you know, I'm not. And then we sort of just hashed it out really quickly. Hmm. I guess it's easy for people to mistake someone's tone, attitude, yeah. intention, or misinterpret what they said. Or, yep. You know, not that that ever happens here. Ne- never. <laughs> never. Oh, you know. never. Never. Meanwhile, uh, Julia Roberts saying the ticket to paradise for a successful marriage is. I always say the same thing, and I'm sticking with it, even though I'm repeating myself. It's making out. Lots of making out. A lot of making out. (laughs) There you go. Tell you what, she was on with George Clooney with Hoda Kotb, and the chemistry between her and George is just magic. Yeah. You think that, you know, in another, in a parallel universe, the two of them are a couple? I do. In a parallel universe. Yeah. Yeah, they just play it really well. They just they're good together. Yeah. And they like genuinely legit like each other. You can tell. Yes. And it shows. That's mm-hmm. nice. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all I got. Anything else? No, that's it. Then we'll leave it there. And I have something in my throat. Uh, <coughs> Excuse me. Get it. Do you want us to come pat you on the back? I think I'm good. I just should have muted my mic after that. <laughs> gotcha, buddy. Much better now. Thank you. It's six fifty one. And Sophie is in for Denise Johnson with your latest traffic. What do we have? My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal windows direct. Summer is the best time to replace your windows. No one wants to do it when it's 10 degrees outside. My guys at Universal Windows Direct will get it done quickly. And then when old man winter comes calling, you're going to be ready to go. 513-755-1800. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Jennifer. Hey. Hey, welcome to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How you doing this morning? Uh, it's Friday. I can't complain. You betcha. You got a big romantic weekend planned for Sweetest Day? Yeah, no. <laughs> Hard to do when you're single, but you know, maybe we'll do something with my daughter or something. Oh, that yeah. sounds fun. You got any pets? I do have pets. There <laughs> you go. Cats. Four cats? Four cats and a dog. Very cool. 
<laughs> well, let's do this. I got a $50 gift card for you to go to Kroger if you could just tell us which one of these headlines is the real one. Is it A, a mom let her 10-year-old son get a tattoo? Is it B, dad lets 9-year-old son take his Porsche to get ice cream? Or C, grandma gives 8-year-old granddaughter $20 to poop on neighbor's lawn? Oh, let's go with C. That sounds fun. I know. That is way more fun, but that's not the one. Is it the oh, Porsche? Bitch. It's not the Porsche. Ah. Hey. No, it's a 10-year-old getting a tattoo. <laughs> no way. I know. I went with my gut instinct. Always. That's incredible. Mine messes you up every time. Why? Why would you do that? Well, how old should you be before you can get a tattoo? 18. Most states say 18. In a few states, though, like Kansas and Florida, it's 16 with the parent's permission. Idaho says 14 is old enough. So why not 10? <laughs> so why not 10? A woman uh. in upstate New York is facing charges this morning after she let her 10-year-old son get a tattoo on his forearm. And it's not even a cool tattoo. It's just his first name in big block letters, seven inches long. So basically, it's his whole Oh, my forearm. God. That's big. Yeah. He sat there for that? Evidently. You know, I wonder if this is one of those situations that every parent can kind of relate to in that a kid will not stop. Like, was he, I want a tattoo, I want a tattoo, and you try to tell him. It's really going to hurt. You're going to have it for your whole life. And they just don't let up. And finally, you're like, oh, you think you do. All right, let's go. Yeah, for me, it was and- drinking beer. <laughs> I want to sip, I want to sip, I want to sip. You're not going to like it. I want to sip. I don't care. I want to sip. Okay, go ahead. Yeah! Right. And so maybe mom was thinking he'd sit down, and as soon as that first needle poke hit, that he'd bail on it. Yeah. And he didn't. Who knows? Well, New York does not allow tattoos for minors, even with a parent's consent. So you can't can't get one at 17, let alone 10. He got it in a hotel room, not even a legit tattoo parlor. That ain't good. The kid's school found out after he asked the nurse to rub some Vaseline on it while it was still healing. See, this is another reason why 10-year-olds shouldn't get tattoos, because Vaseline can actually make your tat fade. Right, you don't want that. No, they say there's moisturizer some great, is better. There's some great products out yeah, there to use. That old moisturizer without fading it. Correct. Uh, the mom is 33 years old and got arrested last Tuesday. She is facing charges for endangering the welfare of a child. The kid and an older sibling were both placed with protective services. Mm. Uh, it's not clear if she got them back yet or not. Police say the tattoo artist who inked the kid up could face charges too, but they have not been able to find him yet. Ugh, what a mess. What a mess. It is 10 after 7. Yeah, 10 after 7. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Weather-wise, mix of sun and clouds. It'll be windy today. We'll see a high around 63. Uh, let's see, right now it's 39. It's chilly. Layered up today. It was actually hot last night. I thought it was going to be mm-hmm. chilly. Warmer than I thought it was, was going to yeah. be, yeah. Yeah. Got uh, spat on last night. Got a little bit of rain last night. but Were you a little nervous in your light-up jacket that something could happen with that way, with the wetness? You know, I hadn't even <laughs> thought about it. And I, I was walking with Chris for a bit, mm. Tim's Chris. And Chris had said, yeah, are you feeling electrical shocks in yours? I go, what? No, why? <laughs> he <laughs> did. Tim said he felt it, too. I didn't feel it. Uh, well, well, when I slid it off, you know how, like, some sometimes you can get, like, static electricity? Uh, it was that feeling, but it was, like, times 10. 
That's and it just weird. kept happening, and I'm like, oh, that doesn't feel right. Oh, Maybe you guys boy. had like lotion or something that was like it didn't no, bother me I at all. I think we ordered stuff from China for really cheap on Amazon. <laughs> That's right. right. And Question I love mark. Yeah. How Chris brought it up just as the rain was coming down. I'm like, uh-huh. tell me this now. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.